Hey guys, and welcome back to Rewind Your Childhood, where you can watch along with us as we hit the rewind button on the movies we loved as kids, and we watch them again with 30-year-old eyes and see what's still awesome and what we never realized was super lame. I'm Tim. I'm Matt. And uh, before we get started here, I want to do a little bit of uh, housekeeping, because the podcast is still really young, you know, it's still a really new show, so we don't really know how really how we're going to end up we if we're lucky enough to be doing this a year from now the show might take on a little bit of a different form so i wanted to kind of give a little bit of an update on what we plan on doing in the future um the format's pretty much going to stay the same we're still going to be doing like the whole watch along thing but matt and i were talking and we wanted to kind of break from the monotony do a little bit of like you know one of those the holiday specials or something where we don't exactly watch the the movie along. We will do maybe like a compilation or like top 10. We were talking about like top 10 cartoons from our childhood and maybe we'll watch like one episode from each or just, we'll just end up talking about the shows or, and uh, we actually had this issue last uh, recording when we recorded the Ninja Turtles episode, we tried to record another episode right after it. And uh, we're not going to tell you which one because we're gonna. I'm going to get to that when when the actual episode drops. But there was a lot of dead time in that episode. Like there was just there was a lot of not anything going on, and we just really didn't have much to say about what was happening on the screen. But we did have a lot to say about the movie itself. So I got to thinking, and I, and I ran this by Matt, thinking about what if we did more of a kind of a walkthrough, like we take a break down scene by scene. And, you know, we'll be talking about interesting things that happen in the scene and then just background on the movie itself. That way, we could be a little bit more of the type of show that made us want to make a podcast. Something that you guys could listen to while you're at work. Because for this show, to get the full experience, you have to really watch the movie along, which not a lot of people can do that while they're at work. And if you can, I want your job. Yeah, right. But, um, so that way we can do... Uh, something that doesn't necessarily require a watch-along to kind of break it up and and be a little bit uh, different. And also, even if we're going to do a movie that maybe is a little bit too long, like a a two-and-a-half-hour movie or something, we still want to, you know, look back on the movie, but it's a little bit too long to actually sit and and watch along. So that'll be something uh, you guys can look out for in the future. But we do have a whole, you know, list of movies that we want to watch through first before we get to that. And um, also, we wanted to set up Kind of like a, a little bit of a ground rule. We were thinking, like, what's the cutoff for for movies? Like, for how old can they be before they're no longer from our childhood? <laughs> so we actually decided 2005 will probably be the cutoff because we were 18 yeah. in 2005. So no longer children, but we're obviously we're not adults yet. We're young adults, I would say. So I mean, we're not kids anymore at that point. But we are willing to make exceptions because... I hope someday on this show we can look at the the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Because we were like 14 when the first yeah, one came out. So, and that was a big deal, so it's worth watching and, and talking about. And the third one, unfortunately, we would have to watch that because I am a completionist for completion's sake. So that movie came out in 2007, so we would just kind of do it just to round off the trilogy. So if it's something that, that finishes off a franchise, we'll, uh, we'll definitely watch it even though it's kind of technically too old. But uh, so that's that's kind of where we're going to be headed in in the future and for future episodes. But before we get into uh, the movie that we're going to be watching today, if you guys haven't been following along on Facebook or Instagram or anything, uh, I do want to give a shout out. Um, 
I want to shout out to Alex Chiano, who's a friend of the show. He's uh, one of our biggest supporters. He's been listening. He listened as soon as we dropped the first episode, and he was really excited about it. And he was uh, actually as soon as it dropped, he was right in my inbox on Facebook, talking about you know how how entertained he was by us. And oh, wow. and uh, not only that, he actually dropped off a whole bunch of suggestions for uh, for movies that he'd like to see us cover. And at the time he did that, Matt and I had already decided that this was going to be our next movie and this was actually one of the ones on his list so oh, nice. he, he was actually thinking along with us a little bit so i want to thank him for for listening and uh this this one's for you i guess alex <laughs> um so matt why don't you uh why don't you jump in and tell us tell uh, the folks at home what we're going to be watching today <clears throat> all right we're going to be watching the mighty Morphin power rangers the movie from 1995 which uh, i think next to power rangers probably the next big fandom from our childhood next to ninja turtles yeah, what I say? You said next to Power Rangers. Oh, <laughs> sorry, it was a long day, folks. It's all right. We have, you know, we have real jobs on top of this. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, what, we were eight? When yeah. This came out? Yeah. Yeah. 1995. We were big, eight. Big deal, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, I, obviously, Matt remembers. I don't know if anybody remembers this, but at 1993, like when the first yeah. show premiered, Power Rangers ruled the world, man. Absolutely everywhere. I think uh, there was definitely kind of every parent thought it was a little. A little silly and made us a little too violent as children, but uh, I think it paid off. And every parent in the world thought it was a little too expensive, well, too. I, yeah, <laughs> we'll, too. We'll get to that, I'm sure. <clears throat> um, so I, I, while we're going to get into our next segment here, before we actually hit the play button, I'm going to give you guys some time to get your DVDs. If you're going to watch along with us, put them in, the, in your player or however you're going to be watching it. Netflix, if it's even on Netflix, I don't know. Um, iTunes, whatever you're going to be playing it on. So you can get to your menu and, and hit the play button when, when we give the countdown. But while that's going on, um, I'd like to ask you, what place in your heart does Power Rangers, not only this movie, but as a franchise as a whole, have in your heart? Man, that's deep. Um, well, what's the 93, so we were six? Mm-hmm. Um like most kids in the 90s, I was definitely obsessed with like martial arts and all that stuff. So it definitely motivated me to want to actually train martial arts and led to a lifetime of training martial arts. And, you know, it means a lot to me. And uh, I just like Ninja Turtles. It's one of those things that I can throw in and, you know, kind of that inner little kid in me kind of, you know, it'll brighten my day no matter what. No matter what episode, if it's the movie or the show or whatever, it's, uh, you know, just brings you back to simpler times and, you know high kicks in the backyard and fighting imaginary putties and getting yelled at for taking my dad's, you know, broom handles and spinning them in the backyard and stuff. And <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare. Yeah, that's, <laughs> dude, that's my favorite part. That's yeah. so awesome. Um, for me, like Matt said, this is kind of one of the few enduring fandoms from my childhood that have kind of survived into my 30s. Like, I, I go through phases when it comes to collecting and stuff and, like, Around the time I met Matt, my, my big thing for collecting was retro video games. And, you know, I hit I hit my wall with that, where I got all the games that I I wanted as a kid that I never got, and the games that I had as a kid that I either gave away, sold, or whatever. So once I got to that point, you know, I was kind of done with the retro video game thing. And I started collecting Ninja Turtle stuff, because I was always a Ninja Turtles fan. And while that collection is going to keep on going. I don't think I'll ever stop with that. 
I kind of fell into Power Rangers again because I had a lot of the toys from when I was a kid. But as an like I was an idiot, I either gave them away or threw them away. Like I don't have them anymore. Yeah, same here. And so my my foray back into collecting Power Ranger toys starts with a very funny story that I'm sure I'll tell later on in the episode. But like I I never really thought I'd be so big into into Power Rangers as I got older because I I left Power Rangers behind really fast. Like I think I I went, you know, pretty deep on it ninety ninety three to, to about the time this movie came out. And then I think I just kinda of flat left it and, and that was it. Like it went through that phase where it wasn't yeah. cool anymore. And it was always constantly changing too. Like that was a big thing for me. It lost me after it hit like Zio, and it was, oh. every season was a different type of, yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't guess, know, brand or whatever you want. Oh to call yeah, it. that's where you and I differ. I loved Zio, and I, I stuck around until I think Lost Galaxy was when I kind of gave up. But I'd check in here and there just to see what was up, especially with uh, Dino Thunder. You know, when Tommy came back, you kind of had to. And uh, I was long since gone. It, by it, that it was point. it was bad, but as soon as I saw the the commercial, and they're like Tommy Oliver, and I'm like, what? What? Dude. Okay. And he's a professor? Oh, that doesn't make any sense, but all right. Yeah, I wouldn't buy that. <laughs> it was it definitely, you know, it'll never compare to him being the Green Ranger or the White Ranger, but it was worth a, worth a shot. And uh, as, as it stands right now, Jason David Frank is, he's a professional power ranger. <laughs> he's riding that till, you know, till his grave. Seriously, he will be buried in that Green Ranger Absolutely. suit. Because, I mean, basically all, all the work he gets now is as, as the Green Ranger or the White Ranger yeah. or... In that uh, comic, um, yeah, convention type stuff. Well, no, that the, the um, oh, the super shattered grid. I think it was called. Yeah, it was a. They did like a, a live action trailer for the comic book that's coming out, and he was like a very Lord Draken. Yeah, it was like a, it was a weird amalgamation of the the White Ranger and the Green Ranger, and he was like the bad guy. Well, it's supposed to be if Tommy never went good, if he remains. Oh, if he evil. remains yeah. Rita's little minion, yeah, or something. So, yeah, I hope they do something with that as far as like a show or cartoon i'll take anything because that definitely looked awesome that's the i will say for a for a sustained period they had really cool storylines and and really cool like just i I don't know what the word is not not i just said storylines but just cool stuff happened on that show that was able to to keep going and it was really good of them to bring back tommy although if i'm if i'm austin st john i'm pissed off because (laughs) He, he was the no, leader. Yeah, but he's on social media and stuff. He's trying to make a comeback, and he goes to conventions and stuff. But it, it's kind of depressing. He's old and bald now. Like. Yeah, and it's and I watched a video with him discussing like when when he was on Power Rangers and they did that live tour at like uh, Universal Studios, and it's kind of like watching an aging rock star talk about when they were hip. Oh, that's and it was really depressing, and I felt kind of bad. But and it's weird. He got a little teary eyed at one oh, point, yeah, which I which I get that, but it was yeah. like. You know, like like you said, if it wasn't for that UN, uh, was it the uh, conference? Yeah, it was like a youth summit or something. Youth summit, yeah, him, Zach, and Trini. Which Which they all left because of... uh, They wanted more money. Yeah, they wanted... Well, from what I understand, and... and, A lot of union stuff. Yeah, I think David Yost, who plays Billy in the movie, I think he actually... Well, yeah, he's had his own issues. We'll get to that. But he actually kind of corroborated the story by saying, like, they were barely paid, like, slave wages. Like, they were... And they, they were indentured yeah, servants to those movies. Yeah, pretty, sure, those shows. pretty sure it was all non-union. So they, yeah, so they could work, yeah, they work crazy 18 hours. hours a day without a lunch break or yeah. something. So 
they kind of got abused and they were asking for a little bit more. And then they said, fine, you want more money? We'll get somebody who will work for less. So, I mean, if you really read into to the production of the show and everything, it's pretty, it's kind of checkered, but we, we here at Rewind Your Childhood uh, choose not to focus on that. We try to focus on what makes us happy about these properties. So hopefully you've had enough time to put your DVDs in and get to the menu screen. So uh, we're going to give you the five, four, three, two, one. Remember, again, we're going to be watching it on mute because of uh, copyright issues. And again, this is another one. I'm sure we would just absolutely just devolve into a, yeah. a shadow cast and quote the movie along. And you don't need to do that. You can just watch the movie. So you ready? Yes, sir. All right. We're going to give it five, four, three, two, one. It's more than play. Time. It is more than time. <laughs> And now it's, all right, 20th Century Fox is coming up, and I don't hear any sound. That's good news. I think we should just start watching these on VHS just for the... Oh, right, just for the, the authenticity. I, I still have my VHS. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to bring it. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to ask you if you remember something. One of the first times I ever came to your apartment... We watched We this. watched it. Yeah. And I'll never forget it because... Actually, well, it couldn't have been one of the first. Maybe nah. it was because I had just started dating my wife and we were still in that phase of like we were trying to both trying to yeah. impress each other so i texted her a picture of the the vhs box yeah. and she starts she's sending quotes to the movie because i think she like so badly wanted me uh, to oh here comes the star wars ripoff oh yeah right crawl. the freaking crawl but it's not at an angle so no, it's different it's all right yeah it's, it's okay yeah it's like uh I was waiting for the... Did, did they use at all Teenagers with Attitude in this crawl? I don't remember. I don't recall. Nope. Six Extraordinary Teenagers. That's they right. don't have attitudes apparently anymore. They, they got an adjustment. Um, uh, what was your first memory of this movie? Did you see this movie in theaters? Yep. Me too. Do you have any, any interesting stories about it or was it just a <sighs> typical movie-going experience? No, I mean, it was for a... Eight-year-old me, dude, it was, I was on the edge of my seat, grinning from ear to ear like, you know, like an idiot, and it was just, not to sound corny, but it was like a magical moment for, you know, someone that was a huge fan, and all of a sudden you get in a movie, and you get to see Kimberly's beautiful face on the big screen. Oh, man, <laughs> every 90s kid's first crush, oh, I have my to God. say. And look at her, she, she's, she's so, still good she's looking. She's so pretty, yeah, she grew up, you know, she yeah. aged very well. These two, this warms my heart. These two, Bulk and Skull, are still very good friends. Yeah, and they're still involved with, like, there's some online, I think with, like, the Shattered Grid stuff, that Bulk is doing something. I don't know what, but... Good. Again, I, I like that they stayed in touch and yeah. that they're very, very close. And that's going to be awesome, like we said, like, you, you join a show that sounds kind of hokey, and all of a sudden you got you 20, 25 years later, and you're still, you know... Yeah. And I'll, I'll get to my, my story about seeing this movie in just a second because I'm, I'm going to have like a refrain that I'm going to keep coming back to during certain parts of this movie. This movie came out in 1995. For those playing the home game, that is two years after yeah. Jurassic Park, which at the time was, was like special the, effects. It was the, yeah. the gold standard of special effects. Yeah. This movie had two years on Jurassic Park. Yep. And just wait till we get to the final battle oh. between the Zords and Ivan Ooze. But so bad. you have a pointless 
20 minutes. I don't even know how long this sequence at last, but why do they have to be skydiving? Oh, it's the 90s, bro. Extreme sports are everything. But, like, yes, I understand this is supposed to raise money for, like, the Angel Grove. Yeah. Like, but couldn't they do a car wash or something? Like, Ooh, Kimberlina McKinney. Right? Come on now. Damn it. But, like, th- this must have cost so much damn money that should have been better purpose for the end battle. That, and I mean, there's going to be another, the, the rollerblading thing, which... I, well, like I said... That's 90s. That's cash grab, dude. That was... You know, I loved rollerblading when I was uh, a young and Me too. And and I got hurt very, very often <laughs> trying to recreate some of the stuff they do. Oh, yeah, which exactly. Which we'll get to. But uh, my memory from seeing this movie in theaters, this movie came out, I just looked it up, actually, as you were talking. Okay. I looked it up on my phone. It came out June 30th, 1995. Okay. This movie was still in theaters around my birthday. My birthday is actually 10 days from now. So if you want to wish me a happy birthday, July 23rd. But... My dad took me, my sister, and, like, two or three of my friends, because that was, like, the only amount of people that would actually RSVP to a birthday party yeah. of mine back in the I, day, because I, I was, to... we were that kid. Yeah, same here. So, it was, like, me and, and two or three of my friends, and my sister, who is three years older than me, so at the time, she would have been 11, and her friend, Christina, who lived down the block from us, and, you know, they were too cool, so they sat aside from us, but they were like maybe one or two rows ahead because my dad still needed to keep an eye on them. And, you know, every time I watch this movie, I just, I, I want to go home and shake my dad's hand and be yeah. like, thank you for this because this movie, it, it doesn't hold up, but it's still no. one of those, like Ninja Turtles, I'll defend to the death. Absolutely. Because you, that movie is good if you're a fan. Yeah. This movie is not. No. I'm a fan of Power Rangers. Yeah. I think this movie's garbage, but it's still yeah. just fun to watch for it's that like time. Anything. Even the show, you watch it now, like, you know it does not hold up at all, but no. it's, it's just fun. Yeah, I mean, I... I it brings you back. My uh, my wife's daughter wants to watch Power Rangers, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series, every so often, and yeah. my God, we, like, we're sitting on the couch while she's, like, sitting there all enthralled watching the show, and... and she and I are looking at each other like, we used to love this. That's this, exactly. This used to be amazing. That's how I feel, dude. I'll watch a couple episodes and I'm like, wow. I can't. I, I felt it, like a dumb kid who yeah. ate, this, ate this up. Well, that's it, dude. Man, but man. Uh, we, you know, we all watched. We sat through the movie and God bless my father for <laughs> not only sitting through the movie, but paying for seven yeah. tickets. Although tickets were probably like five bucks at the time. But I just remember my sister. I... Quite miserable right? Oh my god, she was <laughs> she was Mystery Science Theater three thousand before Mystery Science Theater three thousand because I, there wasn't a lot of people by this time everybody had seen it. It was yeah. over a month in and, and everything. So a lot of people had already seen the movie. So the theater wasn't very packed, so they could kind of just make fun of the movie and, and not be getting in trouble by anybody. And they just tore this movie to shreds. So I'll, that's what I remember most about watching this movie is having is my sister just being so bored and hating it. Because again, she was 11 years old, so I think she again. Here, why? Why do they need to be rollerblading? They just went skydiving. It's like a Mentos commercial, right? You, you all those totally sweet tricks, them. bro. Yeah, they're all going backwards. I busted my teeth so many times <laughs> trying to skate backwards. I just I couldn't do it. This and the the. Rollerblading scene from the Mighty Ducks 2. Oh, yes. Although the Mighty Ducks 2, that was like going through the mall and stuff. Yeah. I wanted to do that so bad. We're going to get to that movie someday yeah. on, the, on the show. But um, 
Yeah, my just my sister was yeah, way that. yeah. This really <laughs> difficult. Do not try this at home. Um, she was a little past Power Rangers at that time, but she, if you ask her, she'll probably admit that she was a Power Rangers fan. Like, because you know you couldn't get away from it. If no. you were in elementary school at the time this show was popular, you were absolutely in. There was no um, no real uh, escaping it, but. Do you have any any interesting memories of the show? Uh, yeah, that's, I can never pinpoint like when I when I first started watching it, but I definitely you know I, I can remember like going to Burger King by me because they were going to have like the Power Rangers there, but it was literally like like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, like the costumes, like yeah. oversized Power Ranger costumes. But as a little kid, I'm like oh my god, I just met Tommy, and like obviously making my parents buy me action figures, I can yeah. vividly remember getting. The first VHS of the the was it Green with Evil. Yeah, the Green Raider miniseries. Yeah, getting that for uh, Easter. I never had. The, I didn't have the first one. I didn't have the last one. I had like the middle two. Yeah. of those, but well, yeah, um, a couple of VHS. We'll go. I'm sure we'll go through all the toys that we had yeah. later on. But uh, I'll never forget. In I was in, we were in second grade, and uh, Matt and I didn't go to high school. I just say we because we're just the same age. I wish we did. That would be uh, so much better if we did. But I will never forget coming to school the day after and talking around, talking about it with all my friends, being so mad that they interrupted an episode of Power Rangers for a breaking news report. And as soon as the break, like as soon as the show got got pre uh, interrupted, everybody turned the show off. The breaking news report was O.J. Simpson was being chased by the LAPD. <laughs> and again, if I, if I was 10 years older, that, that whole uh, thing would have been a lot more um, groundbreaking to me. But all I knew was my favorite TV show was being interrupted yeah. and I was mad. But So we're, we're, definitely, uh, <laughs> we're definitely the target age group, obviously, for this. But um, do you remember uh, offhand the list of toys that you had? Um, I mean, obviously, like, the random action figures and, like, the, the heads. Or the oh, head the flip, flip heads. Were, yeah. yeah, I had I had a bunch of those, um, too. I had, like, walkie-talkies that, like, in the shape of, you know, it was, like, the Black Ranger and the Red Ranger helmet. I didn't have those. I actually had ones that looked like flip phones. Like, you could flip the bottom part down, and they had an antenna that you hmm. pull up, and it had just Power Ranger stickers um, all over it. I had Saba. That was the, a big... When I got that for Christmas, I was pretty psyched about that. Or the gloves that when you'd move, you could make sounds. I never had those, no. but I always saw them. Yeah, I had... Those were pretty sweet. Um, That's an actual building, yeah. for those of you guys watching. That's like... Um, I think it's like some university in California or something. Something like that. Or like an observatory. Yeah, it's like an observatory for a college. Um, I can remember in kindergarten... I think I wore, I, I, you know, like most little kids, I was tidy whities And my mom bought me Power Rangers boxers. I didn't know what boxers were. So I thought they were shorts. Yeah. And I wore them to school. Needs to say it didn't end well for me. Like, yeah, I'm sure you were sent home that day. No, it was, I'm, I'm thinking, they're like, those are boxers. I'm like, no, they're shorts. They had like all the Zords on it and everything. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I, I would have to say that's kind of your mother's fault. Oh, man. My, my mom's <laughs> not too bright. I mean, well, no. I mean, like, she, she lets you go to school in boxer shorts. That's a little rough. Well, I had but underwear underneath them. It's like a nice shell. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had, you know, I had one of every one of the, the eight-inch figures. Yeah. And, 
And uh, I had the Dragon Dagger, which broke because it was rubber and plastic. Yeah. And yeah, I guess it wasn't meant to be played with the way, you know, we, we as kids oh, yeah. played with it. But yeah, definitely the, the blade broke clean off the handle. Yeah. So like if you swung it, the blade would go flying. So I had that. And I had the original Megazord that you could put together. You could have the I had the uh, the Ninja Megazord and the Thunder ones, and that was the last yeah, one. See, that I, I just, got. just like with Turtles, like I was a huge fan, but I really didn't own like I know I had the White Tiger Zord. I had that too. Yeah, I, I had the Thunder Tiger. Dragon Zord or the Red was it Red Dragon. What was it called? Well, Thunder, I know the Red, Red Dragon Thunder. came separate from the rest. Yeah, of them. I think it was sweet. Yeah, so you had, had to had like buy them. The both. Falcon Zord. Yes, from this. that too. Uh, and then obviously at the time with this, you had the McDonald's toys. Yeah, and my, I don't know if your mom was like mine. My, my, again, Completionist. Every, every time I, I think my of this, because like yeah. now, you know, I'm, I'm in the care of a little girl myself, and, you know, she, when we go to McDonald's, she says, oh, I hope I didn't get the one that I got already. So yep. you go in, you ask, you yep. know, oh, she already has this one, would you mind seeing if there's another one that she could get? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I did not know that his head is pulsing. Do you see that? Yeah, wow. I Gross. I never noticed that. But Lord Zed we're talking about. Oh yes, Lord Zed, of course. <laughs> Who's Jewish? Did you know that? The actor? No, the character. Oh, like, that's right. When there's a wedding? Yeah, when he yeah. marries Rita, he's got yeah. a yarmulke on. I, I love it. God. So anyway, just random trivia there. Now but you get in trouble for that if you Oh yeah, that's racist now. Yeah. Um but you know, back in the day when when they would have the McDonalds toys, my mom like would go and she she again, my mom I, I loved my mom so much because it was like she really went really hard to get, you know, to get all the stuff and, and, you know, especially like going through what I went through last Christmas to get Fiona a certain toy and to a certain place that it's like, you really appreciate you and you have nephews and stuff. Yeah. So you, you, you've been through this too. You really appreciate like what your parents have gone through oh, to absolutely. do those things for you. So now I felt like it was my, uh, my job to, to kind of pay it forward. But, but I had the, um, I had the uh, the Zords and, and stuff and, and the Dragon Dagger, but, you know, as I got older, I, I gave them away and, and everything, and I was never really into the toy collecting. I I had, like, Ninja Turtles-themed stuff. Like, I had Ninja Turtle, you know, sure, I have, like, yeah. 20 Ninja Turtle shirts, and um, yeah, that's for, it. Yeah. for our anniversary, you know, Lauren got me... She got me like the the reissue of the Raphael figure, which kind of just started a whole freaking uh, avalanche. So those were really the only toys that I had. But my roommate is a very big toy collector, as we've uh, mentioned on the show before. And so it was the first Christmas, not the first Christmas that Lauren and I were together, because I still didn't know him very well, so I didn't really know kind of what to do. But it was uh, Christmas 2014. I got him the Legacy Dagger, and then Christmas 2015, I got him the Saba Sword. So he was really the one that I got all the Power Ranger stuff for. Until this year, when Toys R Us, regrettably, let's, you know. Yeah, R.I.P. Moment of silence for Toys R Us there. Okay, but uh, when Toys R Us was running its, you know, percent off sales and, and going out of business sales, we were walking around. And uh, just trying to see if there was anything anything cool. And we would always go to the Power Rangers aisle. I never really planned on buying anything, but I just kind of wanted to see what they had. And, you know, it was pretty bare. And so she stayed, Lauren stayed in the aisle, and I went into, like, you know, the middle 
where there are like the end caps and stuff. And I am, I'm perpendicular to her. So she's kind of like facing me. I'm facing the, the back of the store pretty much. And I'm just stopped dead staring. And I'm like waving at her with my arm, not looking at her, just kind of waving to get her attention. And she goes, what? And I just point at a barren end cap with like two or three items on it. And the item that's on it is the Green Ranger 1-1 scale helmet. And so I like run over, I grab it. The box is already open, but I don't care. And she goes, how much is it? And I said, well, I don't know. It's because it's, it's 40% off because that's what the sales were at the time. So we went and found a, a price checker and it was, it was 60 bucks because it was 99 and then 40% off. So I'm walking back to her and a guy stops me and he's wearing a, a Power Rangers t-shirt and he's got something else Power Rangers in his hand and he points at me and he goes, are there any more of those? And I said, no, nah, man, I think I, I just happened to find it on, a, on an end cap. I think this might be the last one. And he's like, oh, all right, you know, thanks. He goes back to who I assume is his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. And so Lauren asked me how much it is. I tell her. And I said, but, you know, that guy, he's got, like, the Power Rangers shirt on. You know, he, he asked me if there was any more. You know, I should probably let him have it. Like, you know, he's probably more into it than I am. And she, in not so many words, kind of just went, no, fuck that guy. You <laughs> want this and you're never going to get it for a better price. Get it while, you know, while you still can. So I kind of just gave her the, man, I love you look. And, and you know, we, we bought it. And, and since it was, the box was open, like I didn't care about taking it out of the box because I'm kind of like one of those weirdos that I don't like taking things out because who knows. You know, that's kind of why I started the whole collecting thing in the first place is um, to have something that, you know, if, if I'm lucky enough to have a kid of my own or if not, like Fiona can can sell and, and make a couple bucks off of It's kind of like I'm saving for... For that next chapter, but that whole that helmet man started an absolute avalanche <laughs> because I I was scouring eBay for for stuff. I ended up getting um, the Legacy Green Ranger Edition or Green slash White Ranger Edition Morpher and the Legacy Edition regular Morpher from the show, not from the movie, for like three hundred bucks because at that point they were out of print. You couldn't get them anywhere except for, you know, eBay or, or Amazon for an exorbitant price. Fast forward to about two or three months uh, from now and from then, and Will is looking on BigBadToyStore.com, and he just kind of does that whole, uh, and he, he kind of says to me, he goes, I don't know if I should show you this. I'm like, why? And he shows me that the two morphers that I just paid $300 for are soon to be available on BigBadToyStore.com for like $65 a pop. So I was very mad, but, you know, eventually it, it happened. And, uh, and we, I, I ended up getting, um, the Green Ranger edition, um, what's it called? The communicator, that too. I had to get that from like England and stuff. And after work one day, Lauren's at a Toys R Us in, in Comac, I think it was. And she texts me a picture of the Pink Ranger movie morpher. And, you know, as lame as it is, like, we have this thing, like, we're Tommy and Kimberly, like, that's our thing. And she found uh, a morpher, and I said, how much is it? She goes, it's 35. I said, do they, how many do they have left? And she sends me a picture, and there's a bin 
overflowing with this same one morpher, and there's got to be 35 of them in there. I said, you know what, if you want it, get it, but it's not like we're going to run out here. Yeah, it's exactly the one that's, it's perfect, that that they just flashed at the camera, it's exactly that one. Um, This is out of order. Yeah, like, he's supposed Mastodon's first. Like, it's Mastodon, Pterodactyl, Triceratops, Sabertooth, Tiger, and Tyrannosaurus. Like, I never understood why they did this. You gotta save Tommy for Well, he's always last. That I understood. But, um, yeah, just the the absolute... Yeah, unnecessary jumping. Yeah, like, the slow-mo flips and stuff. And you'll notice that these are brand new costumes made exactly for the movie. And... They didn't really have, I think it was either Adam's or Rocky's stunt double was like sick or injured. So he's actually in the suit. Oh, yeah. And he, he does all his own fighting because they didn't have a stunt double for him. Huh. But you'll notice that for the majority of this movie, they're not in those suits. That's kind of what happened why they had to strip them of their powers because they didn't have the budget. Because they were too busy filming 10 minute skydiving sequences. Yeah. Oh, and man. It wasn't slime. It was ooze. Yeah, right? Is this movie the secret of the ooze? Yeah. But... That now they changed Zordon. Yeah, is it... Which... I didn't do my research. Shame on me, I guess. But the voice isn't the same as the show, right? I don't think so. The Alpha 5 is definitely the same voice. Yeah. But I don't I don't think... And yeah, he does... He looks weird. Because the guy who played Zordon, like, it was his actual face. who was amazing. Yeah. He, from, from the show, right? Yeah. From, uh, what's the name of the show? The, the, the actual, um, Japanese version? Oh, uh, I'm gonna butcher this, but... Kyoryu Sentai Zoo Ranger. Okay. So, for those of you guys who don't know, um, the American version of Power Rangers was repurposed stock footage of yeah. a Japanese, you know, action show, and... The only time the Rangers were actually in in the show, the only filming they did was when they were out of the costumes. So they just kind of they did a lot of dubbing and, and stuff over the show. But um, that's I'm pretty sure that's actually why uh, with changing Tommy from green to white, they they ran out of stock footage of the Green Ranger because in the actual Japanese series he dies. Uh, Spoiler alert! Yeah. <laughs> this part. Always used to bother me. Now, I get it. It's really funny. Like, all the things that I have missed, and you started naming, like, the Black Plague and the Spanish Inquisition. How does he know about that? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. Like, that, and wouldn't the, like, wouldn't there be, like, some sort of defense system? Obviously, there's the alert. Yeah. But, like, you, you'd think... You know, you, there would be some sort of lockdown procedure or something. Or like but, some sort of weapons. That but, yeah, he's naming all these things that he supposedly missed, but if he's been in an egg for the last however many thousand yeah. years... How does he know he missed him? It's like when Captain America comes out of the ice. He knows he needs to catch up. This is another thing that bothers me. When, um, I don't know what's first, with the headlamps oh, yeah. or the the freaking Predator heat vision going on. Yeah. Where did this come from? You didn't change your helmet. Well, that, and what drives me nuts, I mean, they don't have their weapons yet, but how they all have different weapons. Like, they don't have, like, Power bow, power lance, right? Power yeah, axe, or the the power whip, or some shit. Yeah, now it's they have a whip and like uh, that was a thing. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, like all of a sudden, where did that come from? Yeah, and it, her uh, helmet is five inches bigger. And it's not even that much light. <laughs> yeah, they're really not that helpful at yeah. all. Um, did you you saw the reboot of this movie? Well, not this movie yeah. in particular, but I know you liked it. Right? I did. I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. But one of the big criticisms on that movie was the costumes. Like everybody said, the costumes looked lame. I actually I thought they looked pretty cool. I thought they were a decent update. I actually don't like these. I feel like they could have just stuck with the the original yeah. ones. These are too like angular again. Yeah. Where did you get that from? <laughs> You're like RoboCop mixed with the Predator. But I they're too angular, they're too like Yeah. They're too many pieces on top of pieces. They look first of all, they look really uncomfortable. And second of all, like they're just And they weighed a lot from what I've read. Yeah, I remember reading that too, that they, they had to weigh like thirty or forty pounds. But if that's the case, though, good for them for being able to move as well as they do. Yeah. And then, uh, Amy Jo, I mean, she, uh, she, she's, she's something else. Yeah. But um, she only just started going to conventions again as Kimberly, like because she was on Felicity, as, yeah. as a lot of us, I'm sure, know. So she did reunions of that show a lot. But she kind of wanted to distance herself from Power Rangers for a while. But uh, she's, she's kind of. Back in the Power Rangers fold, yeah. but when they all, I think all of them do conventions now. Yo, know, well, yes. I mean, for some of them, that's like the biggest deal yeah. that they have. Unfortunately, I, mean, um, I know Johnny Young Bosch, who plays uh, Adam, the, the Black Ranger. Yeah, he does a lot of dubbing for anime. Yep, I know. And um, Steve Cardenas, I think, is a teacher. I think he teaches martial yeah. arts now. Yeah, he does Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, Karen Ashley, who plays... Uh, I think she's just making money from doing conventions. Yeah, I think she's a <laughs> professional, you know, personal appearer. Yeah. Um, covered Amy Jo Johnson. David Yost, I'm not sure what he, he does he's now. He's conventions, too. He, yeah, he's big on the convention scene. Um, although, he he kind of went through a very ugly divorce with Power Rangers. I know we said we'd get to this, and here it goes. <laughs> um, for those of you who may not know, he's uh, he's gay and he's very uh, outspoken in the, in the community, trying to you know get all the rights that are afforded every other citizen in the world. And unfortunately, the gay community still does have to go through a lot of uh, discrimination and strife. And you know, here's hoping that one day there's a breakthrough. And, and unfortunately, that's not that that day is most likely not today. But unfortunately for him, they gave him a really hard time on the set of the show. They just absolutely tortured him for for being gay and, and for no other reason than that. Like if they if he didn't tell them, they wouldn't have known. And once he told them, they just they they tortured him. They they made his life miserable to the point where he I, he's very public about it. I'm sure if you looked it up, you could find it out. Yeah. But he he wanted to kill himself for a while, and I'm not sure if he tried. But I mean, he he went through a really dark period because of the abuse he had on the show and and. Unfortunately, it happened about 20 years too early because if he were to have those struggles today, the people responsible, we like to think, you know, yeah. if, if the past couple of months and almost a year were any indication, they would have been punished. They would yeah. have been brought to justice in some way. They would have been fired or whatever. But everybody sided with the producers and everybody sided with with the showrunners and nobody took him seriously. Nobody cared enough to, to do anything about it. So, you know, Power Rangers essentially ruined his life for a while, but I think he kind of made peace with it obviously now because he's doing conventions and he's doing, uh, 
He's doing autograph signings and things. He's 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 now again taking ownership of being the Blue Power Ranger. So you know that's a good thing for him that he's able to kind of move on from what happened and, and be stronger because of it. So that just that was the worst slip I've ever seen. Yeah, that's and Saba. Yeah, I would have done that from the get go. Yeah. yeah, right. Seriously, why'd you wait so long? Should have led with this. I think this is the only like instance of Saba that we get, though, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, he doesn't show up. When they get their suits back at the end of the movie, spoilers. Okay. Which, uh, on our second episode here, I'm going to stop saying that, because clearly you've either seen this movie yeah. or you have had the time to watch it before. But he, they get their suits back at the end of the movie. He doesn't have Saba. Because I think, if I remember the movie correctly, we're obviously going to get to it in, in an hour and a half or so, but... They, um, the, as soon as they get their suits back, they go right into the Zords, right? There's no, there's no foot soldier fight. There's no, no random grunts. I think there's only two fight scenes in this whole movie, and yeah, it's the Tengu warriors on Fatos, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, They fight those, the giant, uh, the skeletons. Oh, right, yeah. They, bone to pick with you. Yeah, with the really bad, you know, Mr. Freeze one-liners. <laughs> and the bad stop motion. Oh, my yeah, God. You guys gotta see that when it comes up. This always used to weird me out. Like, when they get to the to the there. giant tube, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I, I, did they have a name for it? I mean, obviously, this is the command center. Yeah. But I didn't know what this was what this is called. But, it, first of all, he doesn't have ears. That, that weirds me out. And it's just... I'm so used to seeing Zordon as a disembodied yeah. head that I can't really reconcile him as anything else. But uh, I do want to take a moment here because I always found um, <laughs> I always found it weird because I, I, as I mentioned before, and I'll, I'll never say this again because it's clear that I've driven it home. I went to film school. Like I want to make movies. That's always been my thing. So I'm very interested in, in how movies are made. And, and I knew from school and, and learning like film contracts and stuff. When you get the and credit or the with credit at the end, like there's there's first billing, which is for your, not necessarily your biggest star, but it's it's your biggest star with the main role. So like, in all, the perfect example is the Avengers movies. Downey gets first billing, but you have with Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. So like, they are on equal footing in terms of like star power, but Downey's got a bigger role. So that's why he gets first billing and, and Sam Jackson gets the with. This movie, all the Rangers are, I believe, in alphabetical order. And then there's the with Paul Freeman. Paul Freeman, for those of you who may not know, plays Ivan Ooze. And it always says, with Paul Freeman, as Ivan Ooze. Now, no rule. Exactly. Like, <laughs> the with or the and credit is reserved for, like, one of your biggest stars in the yeah. movie. So, at the time this movie came out, he was the biggest star in this movie. 25 plus years on... He's still making a living off the fact that he was Ivan Ooze because, you know, Will has gone to a couple of um, lesser conventions like Icon or, or uh, from Stony Brook, which hasn't been, yeah, that hasn't been around for a few years. And he, like, his entire booth is just him with pictures of himself as Ivan Ooze. So, like, yeah, maybe he was the biggest star then, but... He's just Ivan Ooze to me now. I don't think I could pick... He could walk me up, walk up to me and punch me in the face. I'd have no idea who he was. And I wouldn't be able to pick him out of the yeah. ensuing police lineup. Yeah. 
have no clue. Now, maybe you can explain this to me, or you probably are as lost as I was. And maybe I missed it because I was rambling. But what? Did they teleport to the command center? Because they were pulling the doors open and stuff. I think the yeah. communicators were broken. On a blank. Because, or maybe, did I miss it when, when uh, did did Alpha kind of like phase them off? Because how could they teleport out if they couldn't teleport in? That, that well, was teleporting out. Didn't they? I mean, obviously it doesn't help that we have it on mute. But yeah. I feel like it was something with like whatever power that was left in their power crystals. Like they had enough to. Oh, all right, maybe. something like that. If I if I remember correctly, could be wrong. And Ivan Ooze. Okay. Um, Ivan Ooze is, as much as, you know, he, he's isolated in this one movie, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but uh, in 2016 when they were, when they announced that Apocalypse was going to be the main <laughs> villain of uh, X-Men Apocalypse, shocker, um, they released like one of his first um, screenshots of, of the costume, and I don't know if it was the lighting or if yeah. it was like, wasn't color corrected the way they wanted it yet, because he ended up being very blue in the movie. But he was purple, and he had a lot of tubes coming out of the back of his head for some reason. And there were memes galore of having just... They were basically photoshopping Ivan Ooze into the picture. And now, every time I watch uh, X-Men Apocalypse, which isn't that, you know, isn't that frequent, I just think he's Ivan Ooze. That, like, who's this pig guy, you know? Like, his name, he's credited as Mordant in the movie, <laughs> but what happened to Squat? Yeah. They, Squat they, and Babu. That's the problem with this. They have so many characters, just like with the Turtles films, you have so many characters to pick from, and eh, now let's put some new ones in. Well, make it for the movie. I guess they kind of wanted to just create some, yeah, maybe and, more and for Goldar more. looks, he looks terrible in this movie, like, he looks so much cooler in the show. I think he his I remember his Goldar's face, face being he's longer. More like a monkey. Yeah, he looks more like a monkey. He's got more of a snout here, and um, he also um, they got his voice actor though back. Yeah, which you know again I'm, he, I'm he happy about. That guy at those conventions as well. Oh really? He he, he video. yeah it's appears neat. as Goldar. Yeah, it was pretty cool to like go from his speaking voice to all of a sudden Goldar. It's like holy cow. And I. I I'm going to be relying on you for this a little bit uh, in the coming weeks, but or coming weeks, coming episodes. Yeah. I do want to try and do a thing. We, we did a couple of it uh, on the last episode. I kind of want to just shout out another podcast. Just, oh, absolutely. You know, kind of paying, paying it forward. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've listened to this. If you haven't, you probably should. Uh, Talking Tunes with Rob Paulson. I know it, but I haven't done it yet. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, Rob Paulson, he's the voice basically of our, our childhood. childhood. Yeah. He's uh, the voice of Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, um, Yakko from Animaniacs. He was Raphael in the original cartoon. He was actually Donatello in the uh, the newer cartoon. So he's, he's done a lot of voice work and he has a podcast um, that started out as just him talking about his experiences, but it kind of evolved into having guests and talking about how they got started. And they do a really cool thing on the end of every episode where they read movie scripts from from actual movies or TV shows, and they do the lines in the voices of their characters. And my God, is that show <laughs> hilarious! So uh, I want you guys to check that out as well if you're if you're itching for something else to to listen to. But um, I this whole 
scene, like this whole sequence, why? Like, why did they need to go to some distant planet? Yeah. Like, this is just another budget killer. That and, like, I mean, obviously, thinking a little too hard, but, like, they're on another planet in the solar system. How are they breathing? Yeah, they just happened to get lucky that they found a, yeah. uh, a place with actual oxygen and not toxic death air. Yeah. Um, this just, it never really made any sense to me. It kind of just seemed like a whole, let's get them off of Earth. It's the hero's journey, I guess, but... Yes, Dulcia, as we'll find <laughs> out. I actually, um, I did a little bit of reading for this, uh, for this episode. I don't even know what the character, what the actress's name is who plays her, but the original casting choice for this role was Mariska Hargitay, who, That's right. uh, she's on Law and Order SVU, which Aren't I, there pictures of her, like, in the... Yeah, there, she, yeah. she filmed, like, 80% of the role, but apparently... Well, actually, that's not true. The original casting of this role was her. Apparently, they um, they offered it to the lady who ended up playing it. She was pregnant at the time, so oh. she couldn't do it. They cast Mariska Hargitay. They shot a good portion of the movie, and for whatever reason, they just said, you know, this isn't working. We don't know why. It's nothing that you're doing. It just doesn't look right, doesn't work. Sorry, you're fired. They fired her. And the, with the amount of footage they shot, they had to do a lot of reshoots, but it took them long enough that the original person, you know, the, the actress who plays her now that they offered it to was in shape and was, yeah. was available. So it kind of just happened to work out. And, uh, so it, it, it I guess good for her cause she ended yeah. up getting the role after all. But uh, there are, if you Google it, there are screenshots of Mariska Hargitay in costume and on the set and everything. And, you know, I think four years later, she would start her stint as Lieutenant Benson on SVU. <laughs> and she's been on it for, like, 20 years. That's a big thing with me and my mom. Like, we go and, uh, we go and we watch, um, we watch SVU together, me and my mom, so. Oh, uh, the, 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 yeah, this, the obligatory, um, you know what happened, you know, will they, won't they yeah. shot of Tommy and, and Kimberly, Tommy with the, the ying, ying yong. Yeah, I definitely had an obsession with those as a kid. Oh, every Tommy. kid did. They were so, those were so much fun to draw. That, and I absolutely, I had a green flannel shirt when I was a kid that I cut the sleeves off because on the show we had the green flannel sleeve shirt. Yeah. So I definitely, I'd run around my backyard. Now, apparently, you know, the Power Rangers are Angel Grove saviors. Like, yeah. they're, they're Constantly out in public, and yeah. you have five kids wearing the exact same color yeah. of the five Power Rangers, but nobody well, seems to notice the. That, oh, and the big thing that people always point out is like, where are their parents? Yeah, that's like, true too. Where are these kids? They're parents? always disappearing. They're supposed to be teenagers, but yeah. I mean, they're all like twenty-five. Yeah. No one questions like, that's weird. You guys all have the same watch. Yeah, that every time, too. Every time it goes off, you guys got to leave? That's weird. But I mean, these, these, how long do you really think this whole uh, Fatos planet sequence end, uh, lasts? Because, I mean, how long were they on another planet? Yeah. And did and their say, parents not those, have uh, anything? Tengus flew there pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Tengus, aren't they like an ancient yeah. like, ninja symbol or something? Well, I was going to get to that. Uh, in Japanese folklore, Tengu were giant like crow demons. 
and a lot of uh, ninja would use that to their advantage, and you know people would think because it's kind of like Batman. You see this shadowy figure, you know, flying across the sky on a rope or whatever, and the way they're, you know, they're she's called them Big Bird, Doki and Hakama. Their their outfit would shape. It looked like you know they had wings, and so people would start calling them Tengu and use that to kind of frighten their enemies and stuff. Okay, so they became a symbol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her ankles are broken. If this was you know movie, not movie physics. Boy, Jack Bat. Definitely, eight-year-old me was like, "Oh, Kimberly, who?" Yeah. Well, I mean, if Kimberly was wearing that thing, she'd she'd be hotter again. But all right, they get the the shot when the Tengus pick Kimberly up. Oh and yeah. As a kid, I was like, "Oh, I kind of see upper shorts." Anytime you had two sticks, oh, absolutely, hands, you would totally do this. But if you look closely enough, there's like you can see that those things have yeah. handles yep. that she's just swinging. In the long shots, like right there. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, on the close-ups you can see that she's doing it by her thumb, but on on the long shots you can see that. Oh no, never mind. I lied. You could totally see that the handles right there on the close-up. Um, I feel like she's unnecessarily mean, though. She's like, you know, go back to where you came from. She she like totally smacks Rocky here. She doesn't she trip Tommy and like it's like Something. that's not cool. Like, why you gotta be a bitch? Just yeah. be worried for them. Don't, don't hurt them. It's not nice. Now this this character was created for the, yeah. the movie, right? She wasn't in any of the shows. No. Um, oh, before I forget, because when you told me this, I was actually very yeah. Just why you gotta be like that? Yeah. Just tell them to leave. <laughs> um, or you know, help them. Yeah. Oh, that's a butchy chat right there. <laughs> um. Because when you told me this, I was actually really shocked and, and interested. It was a really interesting kind of fact. But tell our listeners at home the thing that they might not know about the White Ranger in the Super Sentai series. Oh. Uh, in the show, uh, it was referred to as Kiba Ranger, and it was on the series Die Ranger, which you never see those costumes in America. But when they... Is it wrong? No, no, no. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's our yeah. roommate, Will, who's... Uh, Trying to stay quiet. That's yeah, all right. That's all right. So he's, got, you know, he's the Zordon to our Power Ranger. Yeah, he's, he's got um, all the knowledge, but... Um, and he was a little kid on, on the series, so when they use that stock footage in America, it, you know, you're like, why is he acting like that? Yeah, he's, he's always jumping around yeah. and really, like, and he's a little, hyper. a little perverted on the... Uh, oh, I don't remember the, that. Well, no, not, not in oh, our show. Right. In the, when he first gets his powers, he, like, skateboards around Japan, and he's using his powers to, like, make schoolgirls' skirts fly up. Well, I mean, who wouldn't it's, do it's, that? You know, yeah. But, so, he was a kid, but when he morphed, he yeah, morphed he into an actual sized yeah. human. So, I, I always found that to be, like the, uh, like the kid from interesting. Turbo. I never, I, I don't think, I can't recall with any certainty seeing that whole movie all the way through. I, I unfortunately, saw that in theaters. I didn't. I think that came out in 97. Yeah. And I remember it being on, like, TV at my grandmother's house, and my cousins were watching it, and I was kind of, like, in and out. Because at that point, I was 10. Yeah. I was into wrestling at that point. Mm -hmm. So, like, as I said earlier on, like, my collecting tastes kind of... I went through phases. I was kind of out of my Power Ranger phase. I was in my wrestling phase, so I didn't have Power Ranger figures. I had wrestling figures at that time, so... No, definitely, it took me a long time to kind of give up on Power Rangers. I can remember when... This uh, kid's the best actor in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, being facetious, he's terrible. When Power Rangers in space, uh, the first episode, I remember my, my buddy and my 
best friend Victor at the time was like two years older than me, so he's definitely at an age where Power Rangers are like, oh, it's for losers. He comes over, let's go outside and do whatever. I'm like, but uh, I want to watch this episode of this new Power Rangers show. Like, seriously? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Let me be. And I'm not exactly sure if I remember the the addition of the power, you know, whatever. I think it was in space or time. Time Force? Time Force, yeah. It's either one of those two. But um, my wife actually auditioned for Kimberly on those shows. Like, they... Uh, not I'm Kimberly, not sorry. Yeah, the, the Pink, Pink Ranger. Ranger. And she... The way she tells the audition, it, I'm surprised she got out alive because it was in like this giant warehouse, and <laughs> it was like empty, save for the three casting directors and like all the girls that were trying out, and you know they they did the lines, but they were also like writing the scripts like during the auditions, and then like you had to do the choreography, and they were just like just changing things on the fly, and she's like, I I don't know what's happening here, like I'm I'm surprised that she you know didn't didn't come back with a, a very bad experience. But so I, I always find it hilarious that growing up we were always made fun of for how much we love this yeah. and, and now I, I almost <laughs> married I married the almost pink ring, yeah. which is hilarious. But and with the series I think after yeah, when Lost oh, Galaxy Toyota. Yeah, <laughs> when Lost Galaxy started, that was like every season after that was each season was a new team. Like we grew up with it was always like mostly the same team and then, you know, Guys come in during you know Zio, and then now they're on Turbo kind of thing. Like, okay. But a- a- after Lost Galaxy, it was like you know every season was a different team, different theme, all that stuff. Which rendition got Austin St. John back? He so. came back uh, when he was, I think it was Zio because he was the Gold, Gold Ranger. Ranger. Okay. Which even that in the Japanese version of that, it was like I think like no, I'm thinking of. Uh, the American version was triplets, but in the Japanese version, that was the same thing as a little kid. Oh, okay. Like, this, like, ancient being, but he was a little kid. That, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was always... He was my favorite for... Of course, yeah, uh, until... Until Tommy. Tommy came along. Because, you know, I... When I was a young kid, my, my, my favorite color to this day still is red. So, like, my favorite Ninja Turtle was Raphael because he was red. And then as I grew up, I obviously learned more about, you know, his personality and the type of character that they gave him. So I kind of like that more than the Boy Scout yeah. type person, which is why I like Batman more than Superman. Yep. The Red Ranger was always my favorite because he was red. And then when the Green Ranger showed up and was good, yeah. he took the cake for me. And, and Matt and I have a, not necessarily an argument, it's more, <laughs> it's more of kind of a debate yeah. over which iteration of Tommy is better, White Ranger versus Green Ranger. Yeah. I'm more of a Green Ranger fella. Yeah, I'm more of White Ranger, and I don't, I really have, like, no good explanation. I think just as a kid... And, you know, that there's no yeah. explanation needed. I mean, I can't really explain why yeah. I like I mean, Green obviously, Ranger. anything Tommy. Like, when he was, you know, the Red Ranger on Zeo, Love the Men, when he was Red Ranger on Turbo, any, anything with Tommy, I was like, yes. But something about White you know, like t- the Tiger's Award and everything. I just loved it as a kid. I don't know. I, I, I guess because I like the costume better. Yeah. And you know what I think it might be now that I, I think a little bit hard on it? Tommy, the Green Ranger, like, action figure mm-hmm. was, like, not like the Holy Grail, but it was kind of like the unicorn. At least for me, because 
if I remember correctly, and, and Will, from where you're sitting, you can always correct me, but... Oh, wise one. You could only get the Tommy figure, the Green Ranger figure, in the Dragon Zord box, right? You couldn't buy it isolated. <coughs> so I was right on that. So I never had a Dragon Zord. I had the White Ranger with the White Tiger Zord. Yeah, same here. So I guess it was like I wanted what I couldn't have or yeah. what I didn't have. So... You know, the White Ranger was old news because I had him and, you know, whatever. But I, um, I never got, I never, to this day still, I mean, I've, I've gotten a lot of Power Ranger stuff and I never got the Green Ranger 8-inch stand-up yeah. with the shield and everything, yeah. man. I had, and, uh, you guys probably know this one already, but, uh, once the Green Ranger is no more on the show and they're trying to, you know, figure out what to do with, uh, Jason David Frank, yeah, you know where this is going. Haim Saban was working on another show, that, which at the time was called yes. Cybertron, which eventually no. became VR Troopers. Cybertron, not, yeah, not, not, not the planet from Transformers. Yeah. Um, eventually became VR Troopers, which in Japan was Metal Heroes? Yep. Yeah. See, exactly. I, know, I know some stuff. Uh, yeah, um, I, I do not doubt you, sir. Then, then they realized, wow, kids really like Tommy. We should probably bring him back. <laughs> so is that where the... Uh, when he came back as White, White, White Rain. came back? Yeah. That, that was the episode where he came that, back. That, and we definitely should touch on, like, all the different shows that came about trying to ride the coattails of... Uh, can I submit one? Sure. Masked Rider? Yes. Which was Common Rider in Japan, which is still running. Masked Rider, that was the one where he was an alien? Yeah. And he, he was in a bug suit? Yeah. And he had, like, the car and the Yeah, the bike. bike. Right, I remember yeah. that. If you want, like, that's another show. If you watch the Japanese version, like, uh... Common Rider Black and or the Common Rider RX. Yeah, awesome. This is like, over my head now. You watch like like it's like a dark, action packed show. Like the monsters were like terrifying. It's now become a caricature of itself. Yeah, so. yeah. It used to be like really good. And then, you, you said VR Troopers, right? Yeah, VR Troopers. I remember that. Uh, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, which was Gridman. Yes, Gridman. I remember that. Well, Matthew Lawrence. That show I loved as a kid. Matthew Lawrence. Um... Lauren wants to try and cosplay as uh, the Ninjetti Pink Ranger. I, yeah, I love that. If you really want to hurt yourself, there used to be a show on USA late at night, an American-made ripoff called... Tattooed Teenagers That was bad. Say that one more time so there's no overlap. Right. What was it called? It was tattoo, Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. So it was like, hey, kids like Power Rangers? Kid like, kids like Beverly Hills now at 210? Let's put them together. And it was pretty bad. And One it, more time for that uh, title there. Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Say that five yeah, times fast. I defy you. And instead of Zords, they just grew, if I remember correctly. They actually formed the guy in a silver knight. Yes. Dead knight outfit. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. Wow. And then... Uh, <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah. Doing the ballet. And... How much does that guy get paid to do I that? I, I, I wonder. I could do that. I've seen a Goldar cosplay. Yeah, and I it, love man, is it good! It's it's very well done. With the the American medieval version, Mystic no. Knights of Tiernano. Yeah, I remember that. Why do I remember that? A lot of people say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember. It was, it on, for some it was on Fox Kids when they were yeah. starting to get real bad, and they were desperate. Yes, Fox Kids. Which we could, we got to do an episode on Fox Kids. We got to do an episode on Fox Kids. We got to do an episode on TGIF and yeah. Snick. Yes. Oh. Of course, I can point out the American people before this came out. We had Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future for this. Uh, I, yeah. Can you show me that oh, once? Yeah. yeah, okay. I remember They're watching a few episodes of that. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah, that's good for them. 
I just, oh my god, the, the, I don't know if it's animatronics on the mask or whatever, yeah. just those mouths are barely moving. And it's always disconcerting when, when my sister has a, a thing where when the wrong voice comes out of a mouth, it yeah. just kind of freaks her out. Like <laughs> when, when babies have adult voices, yeah. it, it just freaks her out. For me, it's when mouths aren't moving, but there are talking like that, that. Or, um... It, it, it's like, like that whining, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, how about you take another quack at it? <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody here has ever seen uh, Ted 2, but there's a part in that movie where they go to Comic-Con, and again, somehow it always comes back to Ninja Turtles, but yeah. the guy who's chasing the bear around is in a Ninja Turtle suit, and he's talking through the turtle head, but the mouth isn't moving, and it freaks me the hell out. <laughs> The terrible, terrible green screen right here. That and, you know, the Ninjetti stuff and all that nonsense. Like, I wish we had, well, technically we did with the Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, but the series of Super Sentai Kaku Ranger, which was, it was all ninja based. I Sounds love that. Sounds a lot dirtier than I know. Than I love that series. <laughs> um, I also have, uh, and talking back about toys, I do have the uh, Ninjetti coin set. Oh, yeah. The yeah. die cast coins, which I was, uh, very and, happy uh, to be able just to a find. toy trivia thing. In case anybody's ever wondered about the quality that varies in American toys, Japan traditionally did not make figures or toys of villains. Yeah. Because they didn't think it sold well. Well. A lot of them that came out over here were made here, domestically. Which is weird, because yeah. that's that's a... Uh, I learned this from a, a wrestling podcast I listened to. They don't like selling... If, if the wrestler's a bad guy, they don't like selling his figure much, but you gotta have a bad guy for the good guy to beat up. Like, I don't understand the whole concept of not selling villain toys, because who are the good guys gonna yeah. defeat? American toy market is very odd to them, because kids want somebody to fight. Yeah. Japan, they just thought they weren't popular. And originally, Merchandise for this was like very throw whatever it gets along to it sticks. Yeah. yeah, they were they were firebombing the, the market. Toys in my toys. area in New York hit the shelves before this was widespread, and they were almost on clearance because they couldn't sell the Megazord with like a promise of a week of oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, the show hit. Prices went back up. Yeah, skyrocketed. Couldn't find. Yes, it. I remember you telling me that that they um, they were running the toys before the show. Yeah, which. As, again, I hate to do this, but it comes back to Ninja Turtles. This show, th this property, I feel like, is, is very much like the Ninja Turtles in that more people remember the toys than the actual show. And the, the, the cartoon of the Ninja Turtles was created, it was funded by Playmates to sell the toys. So I find it funny that they, they put the cart before the horse in that they were selling toys without a property to back it up. Which I, I just once it hit, there are people that bought up all the toys and scalped them at flea markets. You, you name it. Oh yeah, I, I remember. I'm sure my poor mother had to yeah. resort to that. That to, dragon sword over there cost me a hundred bucks. Uh, some guy who bought them all off of Toys R Us and bought his own little shop vacant <laughs> and sold all the power units that he bought. Yeah, Will's uh, referring to. He's got the original run, not the legacy. The original run, uh, dragon sword. I don't know if you can call it a figure, but Zord, that, and as I'm looking at it right now, it's actually the Mega Dragon Zord, you know, set with the black and gold legacy version of the Mega Zord. That's the original. 
This is the original. I, original I black apologize. Gold special edition. Uh, I was there when it first hit, man. I kind of want to do, you know, because every good, every good podcast has a visual Facebook presence, uh, oh, presence too. I feel like one day, Will, we should just try and get as much of your Power Ranger stuff out on display and just take a picture of like all the stuff oh, that he yeah, has. You know, because it's one that one of the later series that we affectionately called the Cluster F Megazord. Yeah. Because it's the size of a small child when you yeah, put it together. At the time that Will put it together, it was taller than Fiona was at the time. She was about three. Yeah. Yeah, and, and my God, was it tall. The the worst stop-motion effects I think I've ever seen right here with this freaking yeah, dinosaur, whatever the hell it is. Ugh. You know, if you're wondering why they're shooting it so close up, it's so that they don't actually have to show the whole thing. And they're they're showing it in slow motion to hide the fact that that's just actually how fast it's moving. And on the topic of toys, for anybody listening out there, if you want a really good time, look up, like, just the Japanese commercial for the toys. Oh, yeah. Because, man, the Japanese, any type of fandom, like, and any type of, like, uh, Transformer, anything, their commercials are so much better than ours. Like, and our toy commercials are, you know... Yeah. You can really uh, get lost on a rabbit hole of, of toy commercials. That that's actually that used to be one of the things that I would do when we would when I would go to Matt's. Is after we watched a movie that we watched eight hundred times yeah. already, we would kind of just go on YouTube and look up yeah. toy commercials from toys that we remembered, and we would waste hours. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. The bone just folded in half. Yeah. Very clearly made of styrofoam. And I can definitely uh, the commercials. In America for the Power Rangers toys, I can they're vividly burned into my mind where the kid's like in his room and the wall breaks. And, and it's like the guitar riff and the voiceover, here comes the Megazord! Yes, <laughs> I remember that too. It was always at the end of like the VHS tapes, like or before I should say. Yeah, you know? oh my god, I remember that. And then it'd that. be done, the kid's hair would be blown back and he's like, whoa! Like, <laughs> yeah, he's squinting. And whoa. Yeah. Well, uh, Will, send me that picture. I'll post it on the, uh, on the page. But Will just showed us a picture of what we have affectionately referred to as the clusterfuck megazord because it's just it's enormous it's bigger than any toy should ever be but uh it's made of four separate megazords of three vehicles each damn yeah so i mean the, the megazord as it was when we were kids was about a foot tall yeah. each and it's made of four you said four separate megazords. yeah so i mean it, it's almost four feet tall already so you were uh, king of the playground if you had you know, all the Zords to make the Megazord. Yeah, and especially so if you had the Dragon Zord, because that was that was really hard I to think, get. I think, like, I think all of us had that one friend when you were a kid that had everything. I know exactly who that kid's name is. And yeah, I don't want to, I don't want yeah. I mean, I don't think he's listening, because we have, like, three listeners. Exactly. But <laughs> his, uh, he was a kid, Greg, that I went to school with. His mother worked at Toys R Us. So she was able to grab one as it came off the truck. A man on the inside. He, yeah, right? She she was the plant. He was the only kid I knew who had a Green Ranger figure. Yeah. And it was cool. Absolutely. When when Fiona started showing interest in, in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the show, Lauren and I looked up like how difficult it would be to get all the, yeah. the eight-inch figures. And, I mean... It would be hard, but a lot of them like aren't complete, and yeah. you know they're they're. I don't mind battle worn because Fiona's just happy yeah. to get anything. She's a good kid that way, but like it just it would look 
It, it wouldn't be what I would want it to be for her. But yeah, here we go with the just terrible CGI. I think it was made on uh, Windows Paint. Yeah, like, again, Steven Spielberg created dinosaurs. Yeah, believable dinosaurs. Believable dinosaurs. Uh, not that were not 100% practical. Like, they were animatronic oh God, parts. So but I mean, those dinosaurs were CGI. <laughs> what is happening? That, like, yet again, like, why you gotta make new stuff? Like, give me. Exactly. Uh, the Serpentor was like the big evil dragon. Yeah, and Scorpina. Like, yeah. that was like one of the only other ones that I could name. <laughs> as far as evil ones. Yeah, just the, the consistent villains yeah. I couldn't remember. Fun fact, originally, this was going to be directed by a guy named Steve Wang. <laughs> That's funny, sorry. Guyver? The Guyver of Steve Wang. Yeah. Who did all the sculpting for the monsters in that. Oh, dude. Originally, he was going to do this. He wanted to be, like, faithful to oh. the Sentai because of what he did with what they did to his Guyver. He tried to make a second one as an apology. Oh, wow. Guyver 2 was awesome. And he had, he had all these plans for this. A Megazord never seen before. Real action, yeah. martial arts fights and everything. And they said, no, 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 just sell the toys. And he walked away. Which, yeah. that's a big thing is, um, you know, toy companies that make toys based on a show or a property, they want to have as many different yeah. characters as possible. So when you're making a movie like this where there's source material, there's always that um, impetus to make new characters because that's just another toy you can sell. So... There's that delicate balancing act, which I don't envy anybody for having to do, is getting enough of the recognizable characters in there yeah. while creating enough of your own. And this movie kind of just fell into the, well, screw the recognizable ones, let's just make our own because we can we yeah. can own the character and then that's just more toys we can sell that are ours. And yeah. less licensing yep. fees we have to sell, we have to pay or whatever. Uh, not to get off topic. Do yourself a favor, anybody listening, look up the Guyver anime from the late 80s and first and second Guyver film. There's only, only two that exist, but Guyver 2 is the uh, superior one, but if you guys like this stuff, you'll love Guyver. Yeah, yeah, the first one was tense because it had Mark Hamill. Hamill. <laughs> really? Which, on the cover of the box, it makes it look like he's the Guyver. He's a minor role. He's a detective. That turns into like a giant. But they turned it into like a tongue-in-cheek thing half the time. Yeah. With Jimmy Walker. In, a lot of inside jokes for geeks, but yeah. the director says, no, no, none of it. Yep. Matt, I used to rent the hell out of that movie as a kid. See, that, that effect wasn't yeah. too bad. Where they, they morphed from rock monsters yeah. to moving, you know, actual live-action moving things. I love that. Like, yeah. <laughs> How? Why is this so dramatic? All yeah. they did was pull up their masks oh, and their hoods. Yeah. Or, uh... Yeah. I'm I'm really glad they resisted the urge to make the black girl the ape. <laughs> yeah, that could have been really bad because you know again as kids we didn't realize that they made the black kid the black yeah. ranger and the yellow ranger is Asian, which uh, you know Toy yeah. Toy Trang the actress yeah. played training R.I.P. May she rest in peace. Yeah. She uh, died in a car accident in 2001 on 9/11 if I remember correctly. I did not know that. That's yeah. pretty sure it's. So that, so that day was just a turkey yeah. all around. That and like stuff like this, like you know, Jason David Frank, Johnny Youngbosch, and Steve Cardenas, they're all talented martial artists and it's like oh, you know what, just jump off this and uh, make some one liners. Yeah. Just do some flips and, yeah, and that's don't do anything it. cool. Yeah, J- Jason David Frank especially so because he, yeah. he fights professional MMA and I saw one of his fights where his opponent had to be about three hundred pounds. 
and all he was doing was just bullying him up against the side of the cage and not letting him move until it got to the point where Jason David Frank pushed him, double hands on the chest, pushed him, punched him in the face, grabbed his arm, pulled him down, and put him in an arm bar and tapped him out. It was the most amazing thing I'd seen. Definitely no joke. Yeah, he he can fight, man. And and the ongoing beef. With JCVD? Yeah, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, I'll pay-per-view. I I would pay money to watch that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if anybody listening is a wrestling fan, but uh, CM Punk, who he was a wrestler for many years, and he went to UFC, and he did not fare well (laughs) in either of his fights, but... Every when he announced that he was signing with the UFC, a lot of people said, "I want to be his first fight." Not the least of which was Jason David Frank, and apparently Dana White, the CEO of UFC, is just not in the business of making money. Because can you imagine the marquee value of that? Yeah. You got a pro wrestler fighting the Green Power, yeah. but they just they weren't interested in that, and they probably paid a lot more money for CM Punk than they should have because. He got tapped out in a minute and a half in his first fight, and in his second fight, he went to a unanimous decision and just got destroyed. Yeah, pretty embarrassing. It was. Uh, but here we have just the <laughs> the lamest... Watch when it hits him. It's like... Bounces. Yeah. It's it's very clearly like a rubber suit with nobody in it. It was kind of like Raphael at the end <laughs> when he was unconscious. Yeah. Going up. Yeah. Oh, God. I think I jumped the gun here a little bit on that one, but I mean, it's just the Mister Freeze level one-liners in this freaking yeah. movie, or a cool cosplay. You ever see someone did a Green Ranger uh, Ninjetti costume? No, yeah, that's cool. I want to see that. Yeah, like Google search that. Oh god, talk about your splitting headache. Yeah, with the arm over. Yeah. Why did you need to do that's, that? Even as a kid, I was like, why do they move their arms so much? I used to love this. Like, yeah. When when people did that in movies, that used to always yeah, that's, I used that's to mark out for that. Special. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, I know you're a wrestling fan. You know Rob Van Dam. Yeah, he actually created a, a weightlift doing that between two chairs. He would do um, he would do a split between two chairs, and he would have the weight like on the floor. Damn. And have his arms hanging between his legs, and he would be able to lift it up that way. And it was actually like. Accepted by the weightlifting, the powerlifting wow. governing body, which I thought, <laughs> thought was cool. But I used to always like mark out so high when yeah. people would when people would do splits yep. between things, not just doing a split on the ground. Yeah, well, they they are now granted entrance because yeah. they beat up the rock monsters, the rock lobsters. I was about to start singing <laughs> rock lobster too. It's you freaking you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, which. This I, I never really liked the design of all the the Zords, all the animals on one coin. Mm-hmm. Like they they would always show that right before, if you remember, right before the original Megazord would stand up. Yeah, they would have that one coin. I don't I don't really care for this too much. And the animals are lame. Like frog, bear, wolf. Wolf's pretty cool. Yeah, wolf's pretty cool. Ape. Is that cool though? I don't know. It's just the Falcon Zord, like yeah. not so much. That's why, like I said, you got to watch Copy Ranger because it's it's pretty cool. Now again, what what's the equivalent of that one? Is there? Uh, well, we had remember the Alien Rangers from Aquatar. Yeah, no, that was that was probably after my time. 
No, it was like a weird, like, they come, I don't know if it was before or after this movie, but they come to, like, help the Rangers at one point. But then they, if you go on Netflix, they they have, it's the Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. Oh, and when they morph, it's, they're in the, like, the ninja costumes of the, of Copper Ranger, where their actual, you know, Power Ranger costumes look kind of like ninja costumes. They have the swords on their back and everything. And, uh, I didn't know that existed. What, That's yeah. pretty cool. Yep, and now they're back in the uh, yeah. in things Which, on the discussion, the discussing you know, transferring powers and all that stuff. You remember the primetime episode? Wow, Kimberly is short. Yeah, sorry, I just she is a head shorter than everybody else in that <laughs> in that shot. Holy crap! Sorry, continue. No, do you remember the primetime episodes of Power Rangers? Like yes, because like, I remember they were always on at like. Two thirty, right after we got home from school. No, no, that so was they, they was like eight o'clock. At yeah, night. I was gonna say they they, 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 they did it with everything. They did it with Batman the animated series. Like well, with, that deserved to be in absolutely. Time. We're gonna get to that. Yeah, fans. Well, they did it with when the Rangers lost their original Zords and were and they bring in the Thunder Zord, like the Thunder Megazord stuff. Yes, that was, I remember, I remember that too. That was huge. Oh my god, this is so bad. Yeah. Yet yes. again, you know, if, if dudes in rubber suits can. You know? Yeah, like just, Godzilla style. Like I'll take that over CGI robot scorpion thing. Because again, we needed to have a skydiving shot like, yep. sequence and a rollerblading sequence for no reason. Yeah. If they just spent that money on this, this would look so much cooler. I forget what season it was on, but did you ever see the episode Forever Red where all the Red Rangers come back? No, but I heard about it. I never actually saw it, but I, I oh, knew that it, it existed that. because that's that's pretty cool. Because I would like to see Jason come back. And well, Jason I forget. Rocket. I feel like Jason he didn't come back. Somebody didn't come there back. There were a few that didn't come back, yeah. so they just kept it in costume so you couldn't tell. Yeah. Lame. Something like that. Um, I know Tommy played the Red Ranger, oh, too. Like he, I think he holds the distinction of like playing every color Ranger ever. Because, um, again, that's all he's good for is being a Power Ranger. lot of dead time. Sorry about yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> they gotta summon the CGI Megazord. Yeah. It's only vaguely like the real yeah, model. terrible. I don't like how shiny it is. That's it. Yeah. yeah. They thought, you know, shiny is cool. Yeah, when this is over, I'm definitely gonna make you watch like some random stuff on YouTube. And of course, over. Toys from This did not exist because it was created just for the movie. Yeah. So, of course, Bondi of America had to pump one out and it was absolutely horrible. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I this was the last Megazord that I got, was the, the ninja one. So bad. I know, it's just... She's gone from suck to blow. It's, <laughs> it's like fucking Mothra. Like, it's just... Oh, God. With the terrible hand movements. See, I just, uh, imagine asking them, like, uh, hey, I'm trying to get to the church on 35th Street. How do I get there? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and, hold on, which way? Yeah. And, <laughs> and the absolutely horrible whooshing noises every yeah. time they move their hands. Oh, that's God. not how it... That's not, like... Yeah. Hands don't make that noise. No. Oh, God. The CGI is terrible. Oh, it's just so bad. Oh. Oh. But I definitely, like, in, in 95, that was... Oh, like, I'm sure this was amazing. I was like, oh, my God. It's so cool. It's so different. But, you know, <laughs> again, God bless my dad again for watching yeah. this, for sitting through this crap with me. And up they go. Yeah. 
Now, they can fly? Because I oh, remember no. they used to jump. Yeah. I used to love when, when Tommy would stand and, like, you would be on the head of the Dragon Zord or the head of the White Tiger Zord. And it would and, just... And, like, ride it. And you could tell it was, like, an action figure. Yeah, like, yeah. I, when that... I never noticed when I would watch it with Fiona was... They're literally just using toys yep. for some of the fights. Yeah. You know, give me a guy in a cardboard costume yeah. any day. Leap to you, doom. <laughs> So also because of this, I will admit to, pardon the expression, some collector's autism. I bought two white falcon swords to go with each of the megazords of the series that came out. Of course. Yeah. Why not? I, I can, it, it was incomplete otherwise. Yeah. yeah. I can hear the, uh, uh-oh. I have, a, I, have, I have a cute story about the, about the song that ends this movie. Oh, God. Balk. Balk and Skull. Paul Schreier and Jason Narvey, respectively, is mm-hmm. it? As I remember, and uh, again, just warms my heart that they're still friends, and they they do still. Um, you said they do still like do appearances and stuff. Yeah, they do conventions, and I think, like I said, bulk is something. If they've been doing like a like reading the comic book on YouTube or something or some oh, some yeah. sort of mini series type thing. I guess that's cute. This kid, I don't know whatever he's ever done, but. No, I don't think anything. This was so weird. Very relate to something watching this. Yeah, kids. there oh, needs to be. I want to be him. There needs to, and there also needs to be stakes to like yeah. you know. It's not that this guy's going to destroy Angel Grove. Like the parents have to yeah. jump off and that, and like you know the discussion we've had before about like when there's an epic battle with superheroes who cleans it up, who cleans yeah. up all the Power Rangers stuff. Seriously, they destroy everything. Stuff up right now. Mm-hmm. That, then that was what was great but, about But, you know, of course, you just saw those rockets land yeah. and fire, but there's not a crater in the street. Yep. He's even got to do hand motions to announce the fact that he's hit and got to peel off. And you remember in the series... Touch me again. <laughs> <laughs> when they first get those awards, what Kimberly says when she jumps in. Nice stereo. Yeah. And she says it in this one, too, I yep. think. Oh, look at that, how bad that is. Yeah, the frog was definitely... Like I said, and this is over, I'll show you the Japanese version, because at least it was actual, you know, it wasn't CGI stuff, and it, there's, like, a cool, there's always a cool shot of, like, all the Zords coming in, and it's, like, the Tokyo Railway, they're running along and stuff, like, it's... That's cool. Yeah, the Japanese know how to do it, man. Yeah, the people who are big merchandise heads, they release original, what they call mini-play candy toys of the original Megazord. It's, like, a little tiny model kit you put together that was highly posable. Even sold it through uh, Barnes & Noble. Really successful to the Dragonzord, and now they're coming out with the Ninja Zord version. Whoa. Oh, It'll be cool. about five to six inches tall, fully combinable, poseable, whole thing. That's pretty awesome. Oh, I need a damn man cave. <laughs> oh, someday. Yeah. But, I uh, Jesus, so bad. Yeah, yeah it's. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, you know. Gotta get that monkey off your back. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what confused the crap out of me, though? They were in these new Zords for... And they knew exactly how to use them? Well, no, yeah. Not only did they know how to use them, they just knew how to... They don't even know how to drive a car, but they know how to drive these Zords. But my, my bigger thing is, they, for the next run of the show, they were, you know, their Zords were the Ape, the Falcon, all this stuff. But they, they're... Helmets didn't change. They still had a Tyrannosaurus and a, ter- a Pterodactyl yeah. and stuff. So that used to always bother me. It's like, shouldn't they get new costumes or something? But that's the one. Oh uh, yeah, Matt's Matt's showing me the picture right now of um 
of what they looked like in the Japanese version. Man, with actual... Yeah, like, that's, that's a dude in a suit. Like, yeah, that you know. makes more sense. It's not the terrible, shitty CGI that you're seeing right now. Ugh. And another thing I never understood, like, when they were doing hand-to-hand combat with the putties and stuff, and they took a hit on the diamond in their chest, it, they would, like, pop, and there'd be sparks yep. and stuff. Like, again, that's not how getting punched works. That's the first one of September. So, I don't, I don't understand this, I don't understand what's happening right now. I don't understand the world. I don't understand this world anymore. I got nothing. Honestly, it was just trying to make money hand over fist, but they didn't want to give them the budget for a decent movie, because they thought it was a risk. And then what, uh, and Hasbro just bought out the property, right? Yeah, Yeah. this was the time that Mortal Kombat came out, which they thought was going to be huge. Yes, Mortal Kombat came out the same year, and... They they actually gave it the budget that it probably deserved, but it was just the script was terrible. It was the script was basically Enter the Dragon with Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah. We'll get to that movie. Yeah, so too. I, I, I think that's my favorite uh, video game movie. Well, that, oh, that, yeah, that I, list I, isn't I, very. I don't think to the death, even though they did the thing of we're going to cast martial artist first, actor second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Robin Shu, got you know, love him, but he he can't act his way out of a paper bag. You basically watched that for Christopher Lambert. Yeah, yeah. Like you watched Street Fighter for what? You watched it for Raul Julia. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, Kylie Minogue. Jeez, oh, she's cameo. Yeah, right? you're one of those people. No, um, I definitely watch it for Van Damme's terrible hair and the the flexing and the bad acting. The random, yeah. Although, a if you're not going to watch uh, Mortal Kombat for Christopher Lambert. Watch it for Bridget Wilson because yeah, which you know who originally. Well, now we're getting off topic. Yeah, I, I know, I know uh, what you're about yeah. to say though. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll, we we won't get too far into that. Although, look it up on the IMDb, you'll yeah. find it. But uh, this is weird because it's it. How does it all of a sudden the metal changes into Ivan? Oh, uh, so bad. Liquid <laughs> metal. Yeah, right. It's the T1000 yeah. of human tissue over and metal. Yeah, it was very popular back then. Liquid metal. Yeah. <sighs> and like, gold Arkansas. Like, give me some sort of, like, have Titanus show up or something. I can't remember if he was destroyed in the show. anus Yeah, Titanus. <laughs> or Tor, the, the Turtle Megazord thing. <laughs> Which, that's another thing. Well, in the Japanese show, that Megazord, I'm pretty sure, was a person. And somehow they granted him the power to turn into a giant, giant turtle. That year was, like, one of the last years I had to deal with waiting online to get into Toys R Us for merchandise. This kid in front of me was, like, bugging his mom. He wanted to tour the Shuttle Zord. Yeah, Shuttle Zord. That's what And I was. just said, she's like, what is it? I said, it's a big turtle that you stand up on one end, and it's a, it's like it's a, bad. Yeah. a robot. Yeah. That's it. And the kid looked at me with such betrayal. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm kidding if we're getting something cool. You told me this story. It's just like, you, if that kid knew any better, he would just be like, dude, be cool, man. <laughs> like, honestly, it wasn't worth the money, man. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I... Honestly, I didn't even know that Titanus was a thing. Like, I always just thought it was when they would drive before it would stand up. I always thought it was just driving on the wheels of the legs. Yeah, Titanus. I can remember the episode where it was titled Gung Ho when Tommy and Jason yes. have to go up the mountain. They got and that's one, teamwork. That's one of the first ones where Tommy gives his shield away, mm-hmm. right? I remember that one. Yeah, that was badass. Anytime any other ranger had the shield on. Yeah, but didn't they have to be worthy? It was kind of like Thor's hammer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the 
This this will not work. Yes, I know. Just in his sorry, much, that train would derail. Yep. In as much as like it wouldn't work when Superman did it in 1978, yeah. it wouldn't work now. God, it's so bad. You have a train go over your back, man. This good chiropractic. Oh yeah, it's it, oh, God, it's, it's like tantamount to having a little Asian lady just yeah, walk across cool. your back. Cool. This nothing is actually happening. Yeah. Like this is all on a computer right now, and. Look out the window, look out the window. Yeah. yeah. Look out the and window. And guys punch. like making the, the CGI something. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> now, how? who designed this Zord where the moment it would be the Megazord, all the chairs would fit nicely into That's, one little thing? What's every Megazord, man. Like, there's always the one compartment, you know. Yeah. And watch it come. He, the, he just chills you know, no, in. No, it comes back. back. He slides back. If I remember correctly, his door opens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how? Where's that going? That doesn't make any sense. He shouldn't have slid back. He should have slid forward. Ugh, yeah. oh, the yeah. physics in this one. These Voltron had it, right? Five mini lion buttons. And all four under the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, tricks like Voltron, the more you hook up, the cooler it gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh, I can't copyright, I can't say that. No, no, it's red versus blue, can't take credit for that. Oh, oh. That's right. Oh, God. Uh, I just. And this is basically like with, with the ooze. If there are any horror fans out there, the stuff. I got it on my shelf somewhere. Yeah. Um, it was the equivalent. Way. It was just a white. It was just mind control. It was, stuff. Yeah, it was like in the food mind and everything. It frozen yogurt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, didn't make any sense. It, it's fun as hell to watch. Yeah, definitely. That's really not much of a horror fan. You gotta. No, I mean, yeah. certain horror movies, they slasher movies just make me laugh. Like I love slashers. I Scream is a great one. Um, that's I know what you did last summer because it's pretty much Scream yeah. 2.0, but. <laughs> Actually, before we started recording, Matt and I were watching a couple of YouTube videos. Uh, WatchMojo.com on YouTube. Great, great uh, YouTube series. They do uh, top tens of pretty much anything you yeah. could ever think of, and they're really good. Um, really good content. But we were watching, like, top ten horror movie, you know, plot twists or whatever yeah. it was. And so, like, we got talking about Saw, the original first Saw movie. I'm a huge fan of the the first two Saw movies, and then they kind of drop off a cliff after that. But horror movies kind of really have to achieve something for me to be able to suspend my disbelief and not laugh them out of the building. So you you won't watch uh, Thanks Killing, where it's a killer turkey? I have seen (laughs) enough of that movie to understand its entertainment value. It's like during the first Thanksgiving, and this chick is running around topless. And right when is that is that a nice tits bitch? Yeah, that's right when the turkey goes to kill her. Nice tits bitch. Yes, there's a, a guy I used to work with. Uh, you know, maybe I can get him to listen to this by telling by telling him that I mentioned his name. Uh, Sal is his name. He was my boss at one of my old jobs. He has a very big place in his heart for that movie because he loves bad movies. Like yeah. he. That's kind of his Jones. It's just a bad horror movie. And for those of you who don't know what Thanksgiving is, it's basically a talking, sentient, murderous turkey. Yeah, it's bad. That every word in that sentence that I just said is a true statement. They they're stalked by a turkey, and like it puts glasses on, and they can't yeah, tell that it's it's, just, it's the thing it's it's a the disguise. Dad. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, he wears the dad's face at one point, and the owner's like, "Okay, dad." Blah, blah, blah. It's, like it's the worst movie ever. 
but I actually am aware of that movie's existence yeah. because of my friend Sal. Yeah, so that and like Jack Frost, Ginger Dead Man. Yeah. Lots of that's although I have to say the worst like effects horror movie I think I've ever seen is uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. <laughs> Just so poorly done. And I've seen the Sharknado movies. I've never, I don't think I've ever watched them. Actually, I saw the first one and half of the second one. But then, then those movies got me really This, angry. hold on. This is terrible. Oh my god. An emergency. Bam! And it's a knee to the groin. It's a fucking ball shot. Because that's right what, because kids in the early 90s love, you know, yeah, I don't a dedicated button for it. That's yeah. A, yeah, exactly. Getting kicked in the nuts, oh. and all of a sudden he gets kicked in the way of a comet that's oh, so, so convenient. See, Wolfman's got Nars boom. Yes. <laughs> love that movie. Why the Sonic Boom? The kids like Sonic Boom. Exactly. Huh? Oh, we ate this shit up, man. Oh, my God. Now, I never understood this. Did they snap out of it because of the hose yeah. being turned on him, or did they snap out of it because Ivan Ooze died? Show me a body. He didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> he got, there's no body because he got blown up. Yeah. Um, yeah, the tonic bro, bro shake because yeah. they, they didn't want to do the no homo hug. Oh, God. The clone bone. Kid. Freaking, ugh. It's got so bad. Um, oh, I think we all dressed like that, though, in the 90s. Oh, yeah. With the Air Jordan hat. And the, the hat on backwards yep. with the, the shorts and the hoodie. Actually, that's not even a sweatshirt. That's a hooded t-shirt. 90s were hell of a time. Yeah, they were. And I wouldn't trade them for anything in the world. Uh, I would like to point out, this is literally the only sequence in the movie where they are in those costumes with the helmets off. Man. No, so it was a dying. huge gasp for air before they came on set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, all these very, very poor, untrained actors trying to cry. Yep. Yeah. Tommy with... I love that Tommy's got the earring, because he's got to be the cool oh, one. Yeah, I unfortunately had to watch an episode where they were, like, playing evil versions of themselves. Yes. And they have Evil by staying there with gum chewing with the mouth wide open with this like weird right. stance and like doing like the valley girl type yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, good god, no! I just up oh, here comes the great revelation. That's oh, so bad. But did they, when they were evil versions of themselves, did they have goatees? <laughs> oh, god. That would have been funnier because you know, Tommy Venture does get a goatee. Yeah, he does, and he paints it green. I know that he dies like the he dies a soul patch, green down the down you the middle of his head. Frat boy on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, he also gets he also did for a while. I think he kind of grew out of that because he's in his forties now. But he had a um, a skunk stripe, a green yeah. skunk stripe in his hair. He definitely was trying to look too hard. Work. Yeah, I'm, are those suits made of rubber? Like, what are they made I forget. of? Because they're stretchy. I'm like. Like the first like shoots, then weren't they missing the visors or something? Yeah, well, the, what they were gonna do was like the helmets didn't come off or something. Yeah, like the visors, would but something. The, yeah, the just the, the visors would go up, so all you could see was their eyes. Now, of course, they literally are just reversing yeah. the film from the scene earlier. But I I remember reading something like that where they the helmets didn't come off and the visors only went up, and they said, "No, we need." We need to see their faces. We can't just do this without it. And I, I think they had to actually like reshoot it without the, the helmets on. How does this work? Yeah. This, this, explain to me the logistics of this. Magic. 
Because you know what? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't buy that. Rangers! Yeah. <laughs> you know the fact that you just look like Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. Good. 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 Yeah. yeah it, and again, as a kid, I never really noticed no, that it's didn't the... question anything. It's, the ex, it's not even close to the same Zordon on the show. Nope. Hugh Dreams by Van Halen. Yeah. Which is funny because I hear talk about Van Halen that they're actually really, really difficult to get the licensing rights. <laughs> but I can name like four movies yeah. that their songs have been in. So, I mean, yeah, maybe, like, maybe it's only those four that they've yeah. ever been in. But, oh, look at that hair that Tommy's got going yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, she's so cute. From what I've seen in like interviews, he would always straighten it because he's naturally curly. Like, bro, that's a lot of work. Yeah. He he puts a lot of uh, effort into looking that good. I don't know. And this whole part with like what do you say is the Gold Ranger? Yeah, he wants, he wants to. Be, he wants I remember to be being a Power like, Ranger oh my too. god! I remember being so jealous. I'm like, I want to join the Power Rangers. And the kid like doesn't doesn't put Pick two and two together yeah. seriously. Hey, wait a minute! You're wearing white, and you're wearing pink, and you're wearing black. Those are the same colors as the Power Rangers, who sound suspiciously like you kids. <laughs> Nah, whatever. Yeah. Coincidence. Hey, can I have some of your pizza? Like, yep. the freaking dumbest yeah, kids oh, yeah, in the world. Really? That and like, uh, like I said, with anytime I hear dreams now, I it's I'm eight years old again, yeah. and I'm and like this whole part. It's so it sounds so cheesy, but I get like little yeah. ting, little tingly. Yeah, you know, little teary. You, you, you get the lump in your throat. That and like the VHS copy I still have was my grandmother bought that. You know when you know grandmas are they buy movies. And keep them at their house when the grandkids are over. Yeah. And that was, every time I was over there, me and my cousins would watch it. So it's, you know. I just love how Bulk and Skull get pissed oh, off. Oh, Rangers. Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. You know, for music fans, though, Dreams, Van Hagar, this period, is a very ugly time for some of us. Yeah, we don't talk about that, yeah. huh? I just... Uh, There's a lot of records we say. <laughs> Brian Spicer. Interesting. I've never heard. Is he related to Sean Spicer? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, we know. That's dangerous thinking there, pal. Yep. She, Suzanne Todd. Interesting. She has a, a producing uh, company with her husband who also produced a lot of um, Christopher Nolan's early work. It's uh, Team Todd Productions. Interesting. I didn't know that. And of course, yeah, here we go as the, um, <laughs> the the credits in alphabetical order until we get to Paul Freeman. Yeah. And Balkan Skull. So while the credits are rolling here, um, yeah, and Paul Freeman as Ivan Ooze. Good for you, Paul Freeman. Oh, wait. Yeah. This, was what, this was the original mid-credits sequence. There you go. They're ahead of their time. Interesting. So you mean to tell me Marvel were ripping off the Power Rangers? Um. Oh yeah, I have a, I have a little story coming up about about this part. Uh oh, yeah, Where, yeah. Lauren has this song in her iPod or her phone or whatever you want to call it, and um, so every so often she'll just th- just get music to play in the car where she's driving around with Fiona, and Fiona heard this song and she really really liked it, so she would always request Lauren to play the Trouble song. Yeah. And she didn't know the words, because again, she was like three or four at the time. And all she would sing over and over and over is, uh-oh, we're in trouble, 
something's come along and we're in trouble. <laughs> like, that was it. She would just repeat that yeah. whole part. It was, it was adorable. But anyway, um, now that uh, I'm going to hit pause here because now we've gotten to the part of the credits that nobody gives a crap about. Um, so, you know, just kind of put a bow on this. You know, we've watched this movie all the way through. We didn't really do much talking about the movie really itself. We kind of just reflected on our experiences with Power Rangers. So, let's talk about the movie for a little bit. I know we talked about our experiences seeing the movie, but you're 31 almost. Yeah. I'm, I'm 31 in a couple of weeks. How would you describe this movie to a kid who is on their way to see the 2017 movie? Oof. That's tough, man, because it's like... Yeah, every kid, that that gap of time they have, it's that moment that, you know, represents, like, of course, the new Power Rangers to them is going to be better than the old. Yeah. And vice versa. But to us, it's the other way around. exactly. Like, wow, man, I mean, that's that's hard to explain because also, you know, they're going to see a movie about, like, different Rangers. Meanwhile, they're watching, I don't even know at the time what the the current show was, Super Mega Force or something. Yeah. So it's not even that... They're not invested in the characters. Like, it's not, they're going, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to see Tommy, who they've watched for years, and they look up to, and all of a sudden he's on the big screen. Uh, he was for us, though. Absolutely. Because uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie, but at the end, when all the, the shit's going down, Jason David Frank and Amy Jo Johnson have a little small cameo at the end. They're oh, like, yeah. They're in the crowd, so yeah. he was there for us, at least. Yeah. We, the parents were the only ones who caught that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's, that's tough. I don't know, like... I mean, it, it was kind of just one of those random questions yeah. I pulled off the top of my head. To me, it would be... It was a product of its time. Yeah. This is what Power Rangers were when I was a kid. And as I said, like, I really enjoyed the 2017 movie. Pound for pound, that's a better movie than this. But yeah. this will always be my Power Rangers. For better or for worse more for worse than for better that is what I grew up on and given my druthers I'll still watch this movie than the 2017 movie just because while that movie is good and all it doesn't make me feel the same way that this movie makes Mm -hmm. me feel this movie makes me feel like I'm 8 years old and and, you know I'll want to go and hold all the Power Ranger toys that I got now and just remember what how how good Power Rangers made me feel and Um, we kind of really can't do the do-over segment because we, <laughs> they did this already. Yeah. They did kind of reboot it, even though, like, they they kind of did what, what this movie did. Like, these people were, these actors were not, like, huge, um... Names. Like, yeah, they weren't big-name actors, yeah. so that's why I think they did a, a good service with the 2017 movie where they picked not name-brand actors and kind of tried to turn them into stars. Um, as far as I know, there are no plans for a sequel, yeah. which is a shame. I thought that movie was good enough to get a sequel, and and they could do some cool stuff with it. But you know, it is what it is. I think their their eyes were bigger than their stomachs on that movie. Like they thought that movie was going to be a hell of a lot bigger than it was. Yeah. So <laughs> when it only, it was a success, but it wasn't as big of a success. So anything less than than that yeah. was a failure. So I think they're just kind of a victim of expectations in that regard. But, yeah. um, what, what sort of fun game can we play here? 
like to play a game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Ooh, ooh okay. Uh-oh, I <laughs> like that sound. That's... I can't take credit for this. There's that hashtag show, and they interview Rangers a lot, like at conventions. Okay. If you could make a dream team of Rangers, I mean, you, you don't really watch any other stuff. Yeah, that's kind of off on mine. However, I would substitute Rocky for Jason. Mm hmm. But then I would sub Jason back in as the Black Ranger. In place of both Zach and uh, Adam. Because Rocky really was only just yeah. the Red Ranger. So in an effort to get both Red Rangers in, I would do that. I would have the Green Ranger. And I don't really know where I... I'm kind of ambivalent about... Or indifferent, I guess, I guess is the better word. Yeah. About the Yellow Rangers. Like, I don't really care either way. Like, yeah. I can do without... Either one of them. Don't really care. Um, yeah, this is kind of more of a question for, for yourself. Like, I, this kind of went a little bit over my head. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, talk to I think, obviously, you got to have uh, Jason. Yeah, time. he's my guy. Like, I had to find a spot for him. Yeah, because he, he definitely didn't get enough uh, enough screen time, so to speak. He kinda... And he kept getting shoved aside. Yeah. Like, okay, Tom, Green Ranger's gone, Tommy's yeah. gone, I get to be the leader again. Oh, yeah. wait, here's the White Ranger. Yeah. Jason, get in the back. And, and Tommy, obviously, he's definitely the leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jason would be second in command, I guess. It's tough. Which... Well, sorry, I, sorry. I apologize. If I'm not mistaken, they never explored that power struggle on the show, right? Oh. They they never had that fight for supremacy, and then they both realized, you know, it doesn't matter who's better as long as the team functions. Like, yeah. that was, seemed like the logical progression yeah. that they, they missed out on. I think the only actual... Struggle they have is the almost the first time Tommy was introduced at like the karate tournament where he has to fight Jason. That was cool, and he's doing the jump spin kicks over and over. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. Whole yeah, thing. the Green with Evil miniseries, despite oh, how amazing. poorly acted it is, yeah. it's actually really well done. I just I can't sit through it because I can't. The back it's a so shame. Man. Yeah, it really, it's 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 a shame. Like that's why honestly the Japanese versions like I watch them here and there, and it's I can. It sucks me in compared to you know, rewatching some of the older stuff you know, from from our childhood. I have I, I don't know if you call it a bias, but I just, I, I have trouble watching foreign films like watching oh, I stuff it. that's yeah. subtitled to dub. Yeah. Just that's not how I watch movies. Yeah. I can't no, focus. I, I can't concentrate. Um. So you know what? I think unfortunately uh, we've we've been watching a movie that has been revisited. It has <laughs> been remade, so we yeah. can't play our little game. But um. I think uh, I think that's it. I don't think we need to put any more of a bow on this than we already have. Um, so that's it for us. Um, subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. We're up on iTunes, which is where I'm assuming everybody's getting this from. But we are also on SoundCloud if you guys really wanted to do it that way. I don't see why you would because iTunes is much more ubiquitous. Um, like and share us on Facebook. Rewind Your Childhood on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at RYC Podcast and on Instagram at Rewind Your Childhood Podcast. Um, on on Instagram more so than Twitter is where you're really going to get the updates on what's coming and, and you know funny pictures of of uh, us regarding the show that we're going to be doing. And uh, as always, if we can leave you with anything, to those who possess the great power, anything is possible. Have a good night, kids.